Warning, the podcast you are about to listen to is explicit. We are here to talk about our lives, the great times, the messy times, but let's be honest, we learn from those messy times. Content may be triggering as we explore together our lives, spirituality, trauma, recovery, and growth. Welcome to Stumbling Through Enlightenment. I'm Jason. And I'm Edward. Every day we are working through our shit, and today we invite you to work through some of yours with us. Let me give you a quick rundown on what we're going to do in today's episode. The first part of the episode is where Ed and I talk about what's going on in our day-to-day lives and where you'll be able to hear how we support each other's growth. During the second portion, Ed and I will have a deep dive discussion topic ranging from self-awareness, metaphysics, mental health, personal discovery, and much more. Well, uh, I'm in transition, and I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Both of those things are good. Right? So uh, I quit my job. Good for you. And um, I... Like you quit, or you gave a notice? Or... So I've given a notice. I've applied for another job. Um okay. And the whole point of this other job, or the whole reason for taking this other job, was money. Yeah. And, and that sounds... Like, for me, that's a big thing because I have never really... I mean, I've always wanted to make more money. That's that's not a thing. But, like, I've never really just based a job off of my compensation, okay. you know, for the most part. Um, okay. And I, I'm just going through my job. And I really do like my job, the job that I, I've just given notice to. But I'm sitting there and I'm just realizing the more that I'm doing the work that I'm just barely surviving financially. And I know this. So... We had a person who was living in the house, and she passed away. We talked about this. She died. And for the longest time, like, she was the reason why I I was just so very focused on her care that I I didn't really think about my own needs as much. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And now that she's gone, and she was the one that, that really needed the most attention, I've really had more time to think about me. So... I, you know, in doing so, I, I realized that, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm basically just scraping by, you yeah. know, and, 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 you know, anytime anything big comes up, I, I have to, you know, work this overtime and not just a little bit of overtime, but a lot of overtime, which is not good for my mental health. So I found a job that, you know, I think is going to work for me and, and it's going to pay me $8 more an hour. Yeah, that's nice. That's a lot of money. That <laughs> is a lot of money. Um, that's that's a lot more money. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the one of the things you know when when I was looking at this job, one of the things that is different is is I have to pay my insurance, um, you know, completely. Yeah. As opposed to like my company pays my insurance a good portion of my insurance. Yeah. Currently. Um, and you know you factor that in, and it's it's a good deal only because like the insurance that I get with the old with the old company is is really really good. Yeah. Um. But even doing that, even doing that, even paying my own insurance, that's an extra six hundred dollars. I did the math, of course, because I'm me. I get to take home over an extra <laughs> over six hundred dollars a week. Wow. Yeah. So I am. Hold I, on. You take home an extra six hundred dollars a week at forty hours a week. Yeah. Even paying six hundred dollars. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not a, a week. A month. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was okay. <laughs> All right. 
That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. All right. The jump was not that big. I wish it were that big, but well, it's you not said that eight dollars, but you didn't say where you started, so you would have had to been like in the thirties or something. Right. Like, right. No, an extra six hundred dollars a month. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is still, I mean, that's, that's that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money, um, and I'm hoping to be able to, you know, to really just live a little bit more breathe a little bit more because for me the constant need to like and i think i say for me but i think it's for anybody you know the constant need to you know be stressed about my bills be stressed about this be stressed about when when something comes up if i'm going to need to like work extra overtime and all of this stuff that background stress puts any of the stress that i have at work like at the forefront, you know, things upset all. Yeah. yeah. Things that like at work, I could probably just blow off. Yeah. If I wasn't like st- had that background stress, that constant stress of, of the work of, of the money piece. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Um, I also get, you know, to, to make my schedule to a certain extent, which is really nice. So there's a flexibility yeah. there, which is really cool. Um, and, you know, I am going to be it's similar work. But it's not the same work. Um, okay. So it's it's working in home with uh, individuals, uh, as opposed to like working in a residential facility where I work with the same three individuals. Oh, okay. So when you said working in home, you meant like in their home, in in a, another person's home, not like a group home. Yeah. The, the agency doesn't own a home. Right. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I go to people's individual homes and assist them with you know uh daily living tasks cleaning um going to appointments whatever apparently whatever they need yeah um and i did something similar when i was younger i I worked with children like that and i will be working potentially with some children as well um just so that i can get my 40 hours and and whatnot but um i'm i'm nervous yeah um when do you start so uh i've given my two-week notice uh I've worked one week of that two week notice. Yeah. And when they when they did the um the change, um the the status change, I was asked, Do you want to stay on per diem? And after thinking about it and talking it over with my manager, uh, I said yes, because yeah. right now where we are with the new company is I'm just waiting for my background checks to come through. Yeah. And <laughs> you know because you've been in the field sometimes yeah. that takes like three days and yeah. sometimes that can take up to two weeks depending on like yeah. the load of the state you know whatever so um um so you're gonna kind of s- slowly mix into yeah absolutely okay. yeah so as i'm you know as i'm i'm doing training or as i'm trying to find my 40 hours in the in the new yeah uh, company i will just supplement with my old job um nice yeah at a higher it's not like they're gonna need a lot of right it's not like they're not going to need a lot of extra help absolutely yeah and it's at a higher rate because they don't have to pay my benefits so it does it my rate will go up too there which you know will be nice nice so yeah so really really cool now comes the i don't know ironic funny part i don't know right so I get a text today. Yeah. I actually got several texts today, but I get a text today from a guy I work with and he he says I think that you might have just gotten out at the right time. Oh. And I was like, "What?" You know, the yeah. <laughs> the company I work for or have worked for is 
like I worked for them before and uh, I got the best piece of advice. You know, they're a great company. If you want to go in and do your job and, and, and that's it and, yep. and do that. And I, I've done that and I haven't had problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, the only problems I've had are the ones that I make myself, you know, like, yeah. When I first got there, I was gung ho, so I took on way too fucking much, and yeah. that was a thing. But um, I've not had problems. Other people have had problems. I haven't. Um, but apparently, he ran through a rash of shit today, and over the last couple of days, I guess, and he's now thinking about what does that mean? Ran through a rash of shit. So I, I don't even. Know. So he's I'm a, trying to like right, figure yeah. what that means. And so well, I have no idea. He's Sorry. a per diem guy, um, yeah. and he. I mean, he didn't always used to be. He's worked at all of the programs and whatnot. But um, we have some new management in some of the programs yeah. that he's been working at, and um, they're doing a little bit of the micromanaging thing. And he's and they're treating him like he doesn't know what he's doing, even though he's been there for longer than I have. You know, wow. like yeah, yeah, you know. And it's it's so there's been some things like that. Um, there has been a recent upper management change, and I guess there have he he's butted heads quite a bit just within the last couple of days with some of them, um, like over some some stuff he thought had been taken care of. Yeah. So there's just there's things like that, and and you know he's reactive. We we know this. He and I both say things like this. Well, I'm not coming into work tomorrow. Fuck that shit. We know better when we say that to each other, yeah. but you know, um, we're both waiting for the day that that actually becomes a thing. When when he says to me, he's like, "I may not come back tomorrow," and he just doesn't because yeah. I I figure it's going to happen. Um, so he, that happened, and then the other text message I got today was um, which is a very very complicated issue, uh, but my my program uh, my house manager. Oh, just got fired today. Wow. Yeah. So she's been on report. She's been struggling with some mental health issues. There have yeah. been some things. Um, and uh, they they pulled her out of shift early and fired her. Wow. So I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, I guess for me, because I really liked having her as a manager, you know, I, yeah. I really enjoyed her. Um, and I felt that, yeah, there were struggles, but I don't feel like there was any reason to fire but i'm not corporate so i you know i'm not the yeah the higher up so that's a thing um but she says to me she's like so be very careful going to work over the next week she's like because they'll probably try to offer you a ton of money to take my job yeah and i laughed so hard and i'm like they can try but there's not enough money in the world right yeah. now to after watching what you just went through yeah <laughs> you know yeah. i'm not i'm definitely not up for that at all yeah that's just not i wouldn't do that for any less than probably six a year yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i'd have to make a lot of money to be willing to do that type of job yeah because it literally just becomes your life right right everything right and i i've given and my you're life. losing how many people at the same time like yeah. exactly exactly yeah, yeah. that's that's that would be that would be a mess yeah yeah i i've that always i've always said i would think about it maybe if we were all yeah. stable houses you know with with full full yeah, staff no. but even then uh, yeah you know um yeah, because it, when you're in that middle position, it really is, it all comes down on you. Oh, yeah. It all comes up to you and it all comes down on you. Yeah. And that is an amazing amount of pressure. Right. And that was that was actually one of the one of the things that, that she has struggled with because she has um, 
multiple children yeah you know in, including a couple of well they're no longer newborns they're they're over a year old now but yeah. you know um you know a couple of newborns and that became a problem you know and and so people would call out for an overnight yeah. and she'd need to do an overnight well also her mental health won't like if she takes an overnight she's basically spent for the entire week after that yeah. and i get that you yeah. know what i mean like one overnight in the middle of a shift and then you have to go to work the next day that's fucking bullshit you know yeah. so that's that job that's that job yeah yeah so i'm like yeah i don't i don't I don't think so. I really, I'm not looking for more responsibility. I'm not looking to sell my soul to another company at this point. I've already yeah. done that here. And I think that's the, one of the biggest things for me is every single company that I have worked for, I have like gone above and beyond. And I've like yeah. really tried to be, make myself as important as possible there. And, and, yeah. you know, I really want to try this time to just let it be a fucking job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think the nature of the beast yeah. will allow me to do that a little easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you just not get invested too much in the people that you go visit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that I would guess that that would be the place where it would be the hardest. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Although for me, I, you know, you say that and I'm thinking about that. I'm like, for me, it's usually I try to endear myself to, I had this conversation. I want to break in for a moment with that thought, but I had this conversation with, uh, the gentleman that used to work my end of the week that left. Yeah. And, uh, he told me I was a kiss ass and I was like, yes, but when I ask for something, I always get it. And, and that is something that is somewhere ingrained in me. I do such a good job or I make myself so integral to the the workings of whatever yeah. that if I say, hey, I need to take two weeks off, they'll give it to me. You know, they might him and haw a little bit, but they're going to give it to me and that's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, um, so I usually try to endear myself to management and I don't necessarily want to do that at this point. I just want to... Go oh, in, yeah. do my job, get out. Don't ask me to do anything extra. Don't ask well, me to do, you know. it doesn't sound like there's a lot of management. R well, that's what it sounds... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. There's nothing like a running of a house or anything like that right. that I could no. potentially or, or really pick up. Any pr I mean, if it's going in their own home and you're only there for a little while, any real pressure to, like, show up that day. Like, right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, right, exactly. It's not like you're, you've are you got another staff that's now going to have to stay over late or yeah. you know, anything like that that you're doing. It's, it's just, I'm not going to make it today like you wouldn't make it to a doctor's appointment. Right, right. And yeah. that... I don't know what that's like. That's just in, in, you know, I've never worked a job like that. Yeah. That, you know, if you just, you're not there, you're just not there and there's nothing, you know. I would guess, I would guess, I, I still think it would be the clients that would become the hard part. It might be. Especially I'm, like if you work with a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That might be like, I think that would be hard not to feel for you specifically like not to feel overcommitted in those situations yeah and i think I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because especially where i don't have like that other piece yeah. to work with i there is a very good chance that i would transfer that loyalty type aspect to, right. to a client so i'm gonna have to be very aware of that yeah. that'll be definitely something i would especially with kids i mean i could see where adults like I said, it's like missing a doctor's yeah. appointment. You know what I mean? It's like those things happen. Like, But I would guess that it would be harder with 
the way that kids bond. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the way that I feel like you would bond with a kid. Yes. Like, I feel like that would be a little bit more. Um, I mean, you, you talk about the, you've talked about, you worked with a kid and you like talk with them to this day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I would, I would yep. guess that kids would end up being a harder place for you to draw that line. Yeah. On. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. So that's definitely, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. That's something that I, you know. If to... you can go into it knowing yeah. that that's where you might fumble. Right. Then you'll be more aware of it. So when it happens, you reset. Yeah. So, so that's life right now. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm a little nervous just because yeah. tra- transition is always difficult, but I, I really feel like I've made a good decision and I have to remind myself, I keep reminding myself that you're doing this for you. You know, this yeah. is all about you right now. This is not about anybody else. That's this great. is about yeah. you. Right. Yeah. So I'm very, very, I'm very excited about that. And then just, and this has no relation to this job piece. I just thought it was absolutely funny. Um, so I've lived in the place where I live for, you know, the area for about four years, right? Yeah. And my first job was at a, um, my first real job was at a, like a department store that no longer exists. Okay. And I was there for a couple of years. I, mean, I, I can see your, the confusion, like how we're connecting these dots, right? So. No, I, I, no, I just, I, I, I thought you had said you've only lived in this area for four years. But you said, I've lived in this area four years. Oh, yes. Meaning multiple years. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Um, and then... Because I was trying to figure out what, what department store closed in the last four years. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've right. lived in this area for years and then in this specific home for the last four years. Right. So that's, that's, that's the confusion. That's where the confusion yep. is. Okay, yeah. So the other day, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago, I... I did two things. I went to the dump and then I stopped off at this little store, right? Yeah. A store that I rarely ever stop off at. And I, when I was at the dump, I see this person and I'm like, God, she looks familiar. Now it's been, I don't know. I was 18 and I'm 44 now, you know, but yeah. I was 18 when I, when time. I had that job. It's yeah. been a long time. And I was like, God, she looks familiar. I'm pretty sure she worked at this job. And so I said something to her and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. She's like, and you looked familiar, too, but I didn't know who you were. And so she's, you know, we're we're talking about it. We figured it all out. And she literally lives just up the road. Yeah. Okay. So then I go to this little store, right? And this was, like I said, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And... There's another person who I also worked with at that job. And now I've been here for four years in this home and I've yeah. never seen these people, right? And and oh my she, she's there and um, she's like, oh my gosh, how are you? You know, and her and I had a, a much more uh, like everyday type yeah. uh, interactions when we were working the other job. And so like I knew who she was. She knew who I was immediately. And we're talking and she's like, yeah, I just live up the road. <laughs> and I'm like, you, you're, you gotta be kidding me. She's like, yeah, I just bought a house just a little bit ago. Da 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 da. Wow. So, so that's cool. Now, fast forward to today, and um, I decide I'm going to go and get a pack of cigarettes. And so I went to go get a pack of cigarettes, and the lady again have never seen her. And I, I stop at the store, yeah, semi frequently, and she's been there apparently over a year. Lady that I know, yeah, from my first job, and she's like, "Yeah, I just live up the road." So, oh like, gosh. we all live like literally within five miles, uh, five miles square of each wow. other at this point. 
any plans to connect i mean i don't i don't think so like we we <laughs> some of us is from that first job are friends on facebook and we've talked about having like a uh like a reunion of some sort because i was there for i don't know two or three years and and it was it was fairly close-knit family for formative the people that years did. Yeah. yeah they were the, exactly yeah. they were yeah, the formative yeah, yeah. years um and some of them i see it like the walmart or whatnot you know they moved on to walmart or they've moved on to a couple of other different stores and i see them intermittently every once in a while but yeah. um these people as far as i knew had disappeared off the face of the earth you know what i mean and they live right around you right and i've never given them a second thought and all of a sudden they're here so i just thought that was just like a little funny like in the midst of this transition yeah. all of a sudden like it's old home week in my area where right, all of us right we know. go back to the first job basically <laughs> right yeah that's funny it is well good yeah good yeah. i hope i hope everything turns out well me too and i i mean i'll definitely i'm sure there'll be ups and downs and and there'll be more check-ins on yeah. on what's going on but Look i am forward to hearing about it very excited very excited nice Today I wanted to talk about tracking growth. Okay. Um, and you know we've been spending a decent amount of time lately. This is this is how this came about. Like we've been spending a decent amount of time, and between like doing the the summer reruns that I've been doing, yeah, and we've been listening to some of the older ones. Yeah, it's the been first season. Yeah. yeah, it's been really interesting. Yeah, to see how far we've come in like the three or four years, you know, depending on you know how long it's been. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and absolutely. I just thought that it would be a really good conversation to have. Yeah. So I did a little bit of looking into different things and cuz you know, I wanted to have like a little like factual information yeah, quote unquote. Yeah, okay. Um and uh one of the things that that I found out is you really kind of have to be careful how you uh, ask this question to like Google because a lot of times it's like tracking growth and like personal growth, your personal gains in like working out or like right. work growth. And yeah, it's all similar, but it's no not height ones. How 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 tall right. are you? But it's 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 similar, but they're not the same. Yeah. You know. No, it makes perfect sense. So uh you know some some of the benefits we'll start with the benefits cuz that's that's really kind of where where we start with most things when you're looking in the past is you know like the self reflection you know how far i've come you know understanding how far you've come uh you know that you can still be better and then identifying like where those yeah. spaces are that you can continue to work on or where those problem pieces are so that like that self reflection so like self awareness yeah 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 um i found that it can be incredibly motivating. Okay. You know, so like if I look back and I see that I've made a little bit of product process. Progress. Progress. Thank you. If I've done a little bit of progress, then it's easier for me, if specifically if it's something that I'm working on, because sometimes I get caught in that mentality of like, I'm not really making progress right. and if i'm actively always the same right yeah, yeah yeah and if i'm actively working on it like i need to be able to see that in a way yeah um so you know it helps go further and then um self-understanding and this is a deeper look at that self-reflection and it's using what we get from that self-reflection yeah you know the the where am i right now what am i avoiding 
Um, I've done that where I'm like, I will listen to like old episodes and our check-ins. And I'm like, holy shit, I was avoiding a whole half of that. Right, you know? right, right. Um, and that's, that, that I should probably look into that a little bit more or I, or I have, you know, inadvertently. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think especially that first season there was a lot of um skimming over. Yeah. 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 And I think stuff that probably today we would not skim over, you know. Yeah, and I, I some of it I think is cuz there were th- three of us who were trying to do something like very all inclusive and then, yeah. you know, and some of it is just I think we weren't as comfortable. I know I wasn't as comfortable. Yeah. You know, delving yeah. into some of those deeper things and I know you weren't either. We've talked no. about that. Yeah, no. I mean yeah, it takes me three years to warm up. Right. <laughs> Stick around, guys. We are just hitting our stride. Right, you know? right. <laughs> so uh, the second thing is, you know, how do we do it? And and this is kind of a question, but there's also a couple of things. So, like, there are passive ways and there are active ways. Yeah. And a lot of that goes on with, like, the spiritual and emotional and mental health growth is what how we approach that growth. Yep. So like for me, I tend to be or have tended to be very active in right. my growth. Like so I like have these goals and I have these things that I really want to work on and I really want to delve into. And so therefore I can I can track them fairly easily because yeah. I'm actively working on them. And then there are the passive ways like, you know, I'm very passive. You are. Yeah. You know, yeah. as I, things come I take up. things as they come up. I typically view my life as a spiral not a line so i'm always expecting things to come back up yeah and trying to acknowledge handling them in a different way you know that's my success is when i handle something differently yeah whether it's i would say whether it's good or bad the information i feel like i get from handling something differently is always way more beneficial and then being able to to have that the next time I go into it whatever yeah. that is so the struggle with me for that and because I definitely want you to talk about more about this cuz this is perfect cuz we both have those two different styles yeah yeah the struggle i have with that is i don't i i tend to be semi reactive yeah. so i say semi no i am i am really reactive uh, that's something that I'm actively working on. Um, but because of that, like I will shoot first a lot of times and then ask questions later. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't always realize that I'm heading into a situation that has, I mean, I know that I've I've done something similar in the past, but I, I don't necessarily realize it in the moment. I don't think about it in the moment. Yeah. So like, how do you do that? Like, how do you, is it just a a, a super self-aware thing? Not just self-awareness, but a lot more honesty about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, like you're talking about being reactive, right? Yeah. Um, I get very reactive when it comes to things, especially with my older son. Yep. Um, so I don't avoid being reactive because that's not where I'm at. I try to compartmentalize no that's not the right word i try to react in ways that don't affect the other person yeah if that makes so or when i do having that be something that is not hidden okay so can you like give an example so like say i um trying to think of a good example say i'm 
upset with him because he blew off a time that he was supposed to be home. Okay. Right. I might, you know, send him a nasty text message or something like, you know, where are you? Did you just blow everything off again? Or, you know, something like that. Yeah. But in my self-awareness, I'm going to know that that doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. So I then will follow up with, you know, sorry, I overreacted. When are you going to be home? You know, and just kind of call it out yeah, for what it is so it's not a secret. It's right. not something I'm trying to hide or something I'm trying to work on without the support of my community. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that one makes sense. So what – can you give me an example of like reacting but in a way that does not affect the other person? Yeah. Um, well, we had a very similar – when when you had um, – yelled at me yeah my reaction was to badger you until you just completely blew up yeah but i didn't do that externally to you i just kind of shut down yeah because in that moment i couldn't choose not to do it and i couldn't choose to do it i couldn't make a choice and i accepted that i couldn't make a choice okay and just kind of let that be. Yeah. As opposed to acting on what I was feeling or denying what I was feeling. Gotcha. Does that make sense? So you created a, like a holding pattern for yourself until you could yeah. deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's one example. Um, another example is, you know, I do this with my, my biological brother all the time. Like, mm-hmm. You know, we go do whatever we have to do there, and then me and Jessica bitch about it for 30 minutes. On the right. Phone. Yep. You know what I mean? But I'm not doing that to him. Yeah. I'm doing that with a supportive person. Right. That can be there for me. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that allows you to have that vent session and to, yeah. to expel that energy without you know, living in it, you know, because hopefully one of you sits there, like you said, for half an hour, there's a very definitive timeline there, you know, for you, it might be a little over, but you know, you're not living in it at that point in time, which is good. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I'm doing is I'm addressing the emotion. Yeah. So if the emotion is anger, I'm going to do something physical while I'm also doing those other things intellectual. Yeah. Intellectually. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. going to get that out of my body. Um, You know, if I'm feeling like a sadness, I may try to provoke like a crying or, or just the ability to just feel that sadness. Because a lot of times I'll try to run away from that. Yeah. So just trying to have that feeling and sit with that feeling a lot of times. Um, but yeah, you, I think you have to do both. You have to address the, the thinking part and the feeling part that's there. Right. Because they both matter. And how do you like gauge your success or measure your growth in that? Like, how do you like, um, I think looking at, for me, it's always about, did I cause or create less damage for myself and for everyone else? Yeah. Um, and that's, I think what I use to gauge that for the most part Okay, is just like, 
did we get out of that without blowing anything up? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, that is my thing. Like, I, I'd rather have everything exploded than have to worry about it exploding. Yep. Um, so that is a lot of where my work is. Okay. Yeah. So for me, um, who generally, and, and I do have some passive things, which I think, um, so I think like, like working on this podcast for as long as we have and being able to go back and listen to some things have really helped with the, uh, now, not now thinking that I have in my head, you know, so like I have, I kind of have to actively work on certain things otherwise it just becomes like yeah ether stuff it goes off into the world and i forget about it but i get to listen i get to listen to certain things that i've been going through in the past and i get to look at that and go okay wow i really do handle this type of situation differently now so i i really this active work that i've been doing or whatever has you know allowed me some some mindfulness by listening to it and saying okay i am better at this now than i was before right um and then kind of brings that into awareness. Uh, some of the other things I do is I, I, and a lot of it is to combat that now, not now thinking, which I didn't realize that yeah. that's why I'm such an active pursuer of my own growth yeah. versus a passive one is, um, and we've, we've kind of talked about it. I do like uh, mini journaling. I don't actually journal once in a while. I will, I'll get into spots where like I'll, I'll write a page, yeah, you know, and I'll do that for a month or so and then I get sick of it. But like these little mini journals are perfect for me because it's literally any time throughout the day and at least once a day I go, this was a good day because of this, you know, yeah. or I'm feeling happy because of this. So when I have a stretch of two or three days where, you know, uh, I feel like crap or I feel like the world hates me or I feel like I'm mired in a situation yeah. where I could grow... I can look at it and go, oh, this is just where I'm struggling now for a moment. Right. But I've been handling it really well for a while. So Contextualize it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. that's important to me. Um, some of the things that, you know, people talk about, of course, is journaling. Journaling is so, in some form or another, specifically if you're an active, um, uh, an active grower, you know, like you're really focused. Um, journaling is so important for that, just so that you can have context but then it also helps to lead to self-awareness because yeah. as you're dealing with things and writing things down and i find that when i'm doing the long form as i'm reading and writing things down i get more insight into what i'm feeling yep. and how it relates to past issues yeah so it gives me a little bit more to work on and to see where i can be better or what i can do differently it's not even just about being better it's what i can do differently to hopefully gain a different result Yes. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the main purposes for journaling is to enhance and grow your interception. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing that they suggest is uh, vlogging. Um, we just talked about micro journaling, obviously. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. a thing. Um, vlogging, which is like a video blog. I think that in some ways like this, doing the podcast really is like the vlog vlogging, in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I can look back at things, which I... I find incredibly helpful. And, yeah. you know, I, because our deep dives specifically are like usually specific to something that we're, that's going on for us a lot of times. Yeah, so like, we're looking into it for a reason. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do that a lot where I'll go back through and go, oh yeah, there's a deep dive. I should read that, you know, should listen to that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other piece is, is a feelings journal, which is 
is a lot simpler than even like a micro journalist, just like happy, happy, sad, sad, angry, you know, whatever. Yep. There's not necessarily We've a lot. We've talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so listening to how you do it is, I think, really, really incredible. Um, and I, I think it, as we, as you were talking about it too, is I, I think that, and I don't know if it's just the different styles naturally are like this or if mm -hmm. it's just the way that we are, but I think you handle things, you work on things in a much more kind of microcosm yeah. as opposed to, I think I work with things in a, a more like, so for instance, I'm going to give you this an example because I'm not sure if I have the words for it, but like when I say that I would blow things up, I can gauge that from... Did I, you know, quit my job where I lived and everything else in one day? Right. Right. Yep. Or did I just quit my job? Or did I just move and quit my job? Or did I just like, I think things got so, I would just blow everything up. So then it went to like, did I get through that without, you know, burning bridges or burning relationships like did i get through that without it's been quitting jobs for a very long time um and it's more i'm just barely getting to the place where it's did i get through that and not destroy something yeah does that make sense yeah where i think a lot of times for for you it's not quite as catastrophic Right. If that makes sense. So I think there's a lot in, in some ways, I think that that is connected in more of the conscious view versus the passive view. Yep. If that makes sense. Like there's something about it. It almost feels like I I'm not in a place where I'm even ready to do what you're talking about. Like the little things. Yeah. You know. Does that make uh, it does? Yeah. So, so to kind of like and to to to, to kind of translate and see see yeah. if we're on the same page here is it is it is f because of the way you do things, you can allow things to come to you. You're not seeking them out. You're not seeking out those stimuli, right? And you're not identifying things. Don't tend to be as catastrophic for me because I tend to seek them out. And work on them in that, like you said, that microcosm, that that small space, right? In hopes to, like, when the big things happen, I won't be where you know where you could be in the yeah. moment, you know. Um, I never thought about that as a as a necessary benefit for that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I don't think benefit is quite the right word because there there are definitely benefits to both of those things. Yeah, you know, I I look at the way that you do things, and I am in a lot of ways, very envious yeah. Um, because you let it come to you and then you go through it and, and then you can kind of gauge your reaction or gauge the aftermath almost from it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Okay. As long as I explained it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess that is, that is it. I, I do tend to work on that microcosmic level in hopes that I never get there because being out there is so uncomfortable, you know, being in that, that larger space and remembering what it feels like 
to yeah. be in those spaces and have those spaces because I am a blow up person too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I will push and push and push until that blow up happens or something is destroyed, like you said, so that I can just feel like it's over, yeah. you know, so I can just feel. And that was one of my first things that I really tried to work on was to not do that. Right. Um, and see, when I do that, yeah, that's when I feel like it begins. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I feel like the real work begins. Like when I react in that way. Right. Then I have work to do. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. It does. So, I mean, a little bit of both is not a bad thing, truthfully. Yeah. A mixing of them. Um, but both are effective. Both will get us there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think I've had instances where I've either done different processes or whatever where you're asked to do that kind of what did you call it proactive what was it I, I just call it an active okay where yeah. you asked to do that more active work yeah um and it's 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 okay for me yeah but it always feels way more shallow if that makes sense yeah to me it doesn't feel as as real as visceral as it does when it's there it is it is not as authentic and and um, both in this conversation and just some recent realizations for myself is it is not as authentic because it happens in a very controlled environment. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's, it's almost like building the, the little robot and then sending it out into the, the, the devastating Mars environment to yeah. see if the modifications you made actually work. And if they don't, then you bring you it back know, and you do part two. You know what I mean? <laughs> that just wraps something around my head for me because I've said this for years is I, I've never gotten the chance to practice at things. Yeah. I either lived or didn't live. I either did it or didn't do it. Like there are very few things in my life that I was ever given the opportunity to explore. Yeah. And that, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if that, I wonder if that's what's led to you doing things very passively. I, it must. Because for me, it was quite the opposite. Growing up, there was a lot of that um, practice, you know, practice being the good person, practice being quiet, practice, be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and, and that's the way that I survived versus you who are just like, okay, what am I going to have? What's going to be asked of me in any given moment? Right. You know? I'm like, I'll live through the next thing. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a, wow. Yeah, when you talked about the robot thing, I was right? like, well, that's like a, pla a practice run. And then it kind of came to like. Right. Because I have, I've said that for years. I've never had the opportunity to practice. To really practice. Yeah. Yeah. It's even why I think I love the job that I have. Yeah. Because you can't teach people how to do the job that I have. Right. You can't practice doing what I do. You either do it or you don't do it. Right. Right. That's cool. Yeah. That's a really interesting realization. I, I That's, wow. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So how, so the, the last question is, is, you know, how often do you review, you know, like for yourself? And yeah. I, and I'm, I'm guessing if I'm just going to throw this out there, I'm guessing that for you, you review only when the, when the when situation comes up. comes up again. Yep. And you yep. can look back or on Or similar things. situations. Yeah. 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 And in therapy, I think. Because yes. sometimes in therapy, 
I'll be asked to review something that I didn't realize was connected to something else. Mm -hmm. So I guess in therapy as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, for me, like, it's funny. So I do the journaling sometimes. Journaling is really helpful for me in the moment to like put my thoughts down on paper. Do I go back and read my journals? No. Once in a great Maybe while. Maybe that's not helpful. And it's not. You know, so like it's I so don't why would you do it? Well, exactly. Well, I, I say <laughs> I, I say I say it's not, but I guess like for me I journal for a different reason than just so that I can go back and track that growth. Um a much more real way of doing it is like I said, these these you know, the the, the podcasts that we do, the episodes that we yeah. do is a much more real thing. The other thing that will go in the moment, and I think that for me is is again the the narrower time dilation you know because of because of the now not now thinking that my brain is trapped in is like the emotional or the micro the micro journaling is really really helpful so that i can see oh i'm feeling really crappy what have i been dealing with you know and that's sometimes what it is too like sometimes i'm dealing with something that i don't even know yeah but if I look at two or three days prior and I'm like, okay, so this was actually creeping up and I didn't realize the situation was happening. And this is how it connects to like a childhood trauma or PTSD or just my current emotional being, you know? So, uh, and see that sneaking up thing. Yeah. Is very rare for that to happen to me. Yeah. Extremely rare. Yeah. Would I talked about in a check-in recently about anger? Yeah. That is probably the last time I could think of it happening in years where I've realized that I had something going on for emotionally. Yeah. That I didn't even know was there. Yeah. Like that had been building up that I was completely unaware of. Right. That's a very rare thing. So the other difference between these things feels like and and you are... Because I was like, okay, well, I'm just hyper aware of these. I try to plan for the future. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of the why I do what I do or the way I do it is, you know, I'm hyper aware of like the situation in my mind. Like it's all about that protective space still, that situation. Yeah. Um, I think, and I just realized this with having this conversation, I think in my mind if if it comes back down to that mentality of – if I work on myself, I can get through any situation in a healthier manner so that I don't have to be confronted and there's not this major confrontation. Protection. Or that confrontation is at least not as violent. Yeah. You know, whereas you, it sounds like it's really much more of a self-hyper-awareness. Yeah. You know, so that's interesting too. Yeah, because in my situation, I couldn't act a way to make things better. Right. Ever. Like that, that was one of the big things that really fucked with my mind where if you played the right part, yeah, you got treated the way, well, to some degree, the way you wanted to be treated. Exactly. You're the good boy. You get treated like the good boy. Yeah. So there was correlation there for you where for me that never, that never worked. Well, so this was, I mean, the, the, the point for me was to, was to talk about tracking of growth, but like. This is not just tracking of growth. This has become a conversation, a wonderful conversation about like, you know, how we view growth as well, you know, and how, how we process that. Yeah. Um, how we learn to process. How we learn to process that, yeah. which is really, really cool. Really, really cool. So thank you for having yeah. this conversation with me. I 
Hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, you can always reach out to us through our Facebook page at Stumbling Through Enlightenment. Follow us on Twitter at Stumbling, T-H-R-O-U-2. Go to our website to check out more episodes and information about us personally. That is stumblingthroughenlightenment.squarespace.com. You can also reach out to us directly at stumblingthroughenlightenment at gmail.com. That's it for today. Have a great week.